Previously on Happy Go Lucky. Let's try to go below deck. Okay, okay, we're gonna we're gonna see if this goes better than the other things that I've tried. Which were obviously a miserable failure. No, sir. I'm gonna try to run away. I was thinking about a nice sunny beach. No, I'm gonna think of my grandma. I'm not the one with all the power here. I think there's something we need to find in this caravan. Why don't we just take two and go back to grandma? Well, then I think we should just go down to this fire thing. Okay, okay, because right here, we're not safe up here. Let's go down there first. So I'm going to hit one guy right in the back of the head. Although you might have saved yourself a little bit of time if you just listen. Oh, Joey, what are you doing? you decided to follow me instructions. Although you might have saved yourself a little bit of time if you just listened. We're not evil here, Joey. You know that. Well, there are some creepy guys down there doing some creepy stuff. That is what we are trying to stop. They are trying to turn this mine into a nuclear reactor, just like in Oklahoma but 10,000 times more powerful. Wow. That kind of technology cannot let anyone put their hands on. Anyone. But thank you for following me orders there. In exchange, I'll give you my ring. Ooh. But this, Joy, is because there's one last thing I need the two of you to do. If you're willing to do so, then this ring is yours. What is it that we must do? <laughs> I want you to agree first, and then I'll tell you what I need you to do. How can I agree to something I don't know what it is? Do you trust me, Joy? Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I, I'm going to do it. All right, you don't have much time now because obviously the explosion's coming. Here's my ring. She uh, takes the ring off and hands it over to you. Roll the black die. Dark energy. Uh, yeah, Dar, so that's the time loop accelerator. You have yeah. exactly what she's got. Well, okay. Okay, what, so yeah, so you've got now, but you both of them, and that's it. There can only be two of those types of things, so. Um, all right, so she hands that to you. Now, both of you, I need you to go back to where you were back in the 1981. And I need you to go back into, you remember the room where you saw the picture uh -huh. in the estate? Uh -huh. I need you to go in there and look at the picture. Behind that picture, you're going to find something that's posted there on the back side there'll be a code a number you're going to take that number right 
and you're going to go to the church on the south side of town. There, in the cornerstone, you'll find a set of numbers, and if you press those in, in the sequence given, that's all that I need you to do. Okay. What second did? Easy enough. It's going to save a lot of people. All the people in the picture? <clears throat> That's my hope, Derry. I'm thinking of, uh... Wait, so, so how'd you do this, Julie? You just, just kind of thought of something? Yeah, but my ring is for time, is it? Yep. Now, okay. you both can get those things to work together if you're holding hands. And then you get into yourself almost a double roll. Ooh. All right. All right, let's hold hands. Okay, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of that breakfast room right in the estate. All right, I can well, see the, the picture right I've there. never been to this place. Okay. It's okay. Just hold on to my hand. I got you. A ten. A nine. Okay. Actually, it's eleven. Eleven. Very nice. Yeah. So you you uh, you see that uh, again? No, no pinprick of light this time. In fact, uh, the world around you sort of fades as you feel the rings glow on your middle fingers, and then the world sort of comes and snaps back together, and then a poof of uh, of new air and environment and uh, atmosphere as it snaps in around you, and there you are, in the breakfast room. What do you do? Alright, I'm gonna go right to that picture and turn it around. See if I can't find that number there. Okay. Alright, so you're in the uh you the breakfast room and you pull back the uh the picture. Sorry, you pull back the 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 picture, the painting of the forty-three, and uh scrawled onto the back of that or is a number. It looks like a year or or maybe a zip code. One seven nine two seven is the number that you find. What do you do next? Okay, um, so, one, seven, nine, three, seven, got it memorized. Numerical photographic memory, obviously. <laughs> um. Why don't we try to, um, I could just accelerate us right to the church. Yeah, I you can both can accelerate yourself. Alright. Let's hold See, hands and run. The pillar of the bitter accelerator. Yes. We're holding oh. hands and running, by the way. Oh man, yeah. Oh. You better hold my hand because I got a four. Eight? What, what what are we rolling? Why am I so bad at running? Other, other okay, nine. 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 A four. Okay, make success. Uh, I'm gonna say that you make it to the cemetery. Uh, but there is something blocking you, and you feel it right before you get there that uh, your Basically, both items that you have, the pin starts to light up and your wrist starts to glow. Okay. Uh, but there is a, a mound. In fact, there's this uh, incredibly thick fog now that's uh, that's in front of you. And it's obscuring the whole of the cemetery, um, you know, stones around it. And, uh, and really, it's hard to see anything in, in front of you. That's why you had to kind of come to a, to a rapid stop. What do you do next? Okay. Well, um, I can probably walk through this. Uh, why don't you just take on my hand and we'll we'll take it slow. Okay. Okay. Keep walking forward. Yep. 
All right, so as you continue to walk forward in the thick darkness, I mean, literally can't even see your hands uh, holding. You can just feel feel your hands holding each other. Uh, and that, that, that thickness and that presence continues. Um, the other things, too. Uh, you feel a, th- a thumbing and a thrumming that's around you. The, the ground is rumbling beneath you as well. Uh, everybody roll other. Other? Why am I so other? Nine. Seven. Hmm. Yeah, comment. Okay. Um, so you're going to be able to, I guess it's, that's a mixed success uh, in both of those things. So you uh, get to stay on your feet. Although, Joe, you could actually use one of your three and stay on your feet anyway. Um, you get to stay on your feet, uh, but suffer the impact of what is about to hit you, or you get to escape that, but you do get knocked over. What do you do? Wait, wait say, say that one more time. Escape and get knocked over. Yep, escape but end up on the ground. <laughs> okay, I'm going to escape, escape but, but not end up on the ground. Because you can do that. Yeah. Okay, because he's got out and cannot be knocked down. Uh-huh. So what so are you going to do, skillful. escape, or are you going to just be able to stay up but then get hit with something? Okay, so you dive, you get this you get this, uh, this sense of a whooshing near your head, uh, Julie, and just dive out in time, sprawl yourself onto the, the ground, uh, in the cemetery and Joey you sort of do the same thing but you're able to tumble yourself and then come back propped up on your feet uh, and there's definitely this sense that there are more things that are out there uh, not just uh, the typical nautical but uh, what you're in uh, for sure has been spun up by a matter nautical you know that for sure okay all right matter nautical. okay we haven't seen much of those guys well, I have a butterfly that can control matter. But your other things are also glowing, so there's more than just one. It yeah. might be all of them. It's like a Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. All together. Okay. I say for now we just try to enter the code, and if we have to, we can use the butterfly. Yeah, let's accelerate to the. You try to accelerate through this. Okay. Oh, wait, are, are are we through it or no? No, you're still walking oh. through it. I mean, it is a long, it's a long distance, right? We sprawled out of what? Okay. You're still in the cemetery. Okay. Right. So you got out of the way of being hit by something. Oh, okay. okay. Maybe I try to decrease the mass mm. of them and make them really teeny so we can just avoid them. Okay. You can do the same thing. You got something else too. Do you do anything else, Joy? Um... So I'm just gonna, um, I don't know, I can't really do much. I can loop them or speed them up, right? Or speed me up or speed anything up or loop anything. Pretty That's much. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you could accelerate particles away from you. Oh, okay, okay. I could make them small and you push them away from yeah, us. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. okay. We're holding hands. All right. Hell <laughs> yes. Okay. There you know it. That's two. Ten. 10. All right. So she tries to make them small. That doesn't work. Um, instead, the water droplets all around you become much larger. <laughs> and it just starts to dump out. But uh, you are able to create this sort of sphere around you, Joey, that keeps you all dry in the middle. And then it just slashes all the water droplets around you as this super thick fog. And, um, and everything clears around you as this bubble sort of expands. And as that bubble expands, you see a very large, familiar figure there who's 
for whatever odd reason, has himself a hockey stick right now. <laughs> and there is Mooch Kashner. Take your seats and turn to page 152. Um, Professor? Yes, Charles. So, we be so before we begin, I, I, I thought perhaps I could ask a question that we've been talking about outside of class. Very well. So, Plato's theory of forms asserts that the physical world is not really the real world. Instead, ultimate reality exists beyond our physical world in what he describes as the realm of forms. And? Well, back in the 1990s, there was a theoretical physicist, uh, Rupert Sheldrake, who proposed the concept of morphic resonance as a process whereby self-organizing systems inherit a memory from previous similar systems. Your point, Charles? Well, 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 well is it possible that the realm of forms, morphic resonance, they're all the same thing, a sort of quantum reality, and, and if so, would it be possible to observe this realm of forms? Perhaps go there? Let me ask you a question, Charles. If this realm, as you call it, existed, and you could go there, as you so naively suggest that it might be that simple, what sort of consequence might that have on our world? Well, I... Well, I suppose you... You changed the, the, the fabric of, of reality? Tell me, Charles, of the two, which is the greater threat to humanity? The physical or the existential? A black hole consuming our world, or a rift consuming all memory. Well, I, I, I would assume that the, the, the physical. Actually, Professor, physical threats can be avoided or countermeasured. But how would you stop something that threatened to destroy all of memory, all the forms that shape our very existence? It would be, it would be chaos. Indeed, it would be chaos. 
Hey, Mooch, what's going on, man? We're just, uh, doing some cool stuff here. Is that you making that crazy storm, huh? You can back away now. Or I will end this for you here. And what, what do you think we're doing? You want to release what is in hiding. What's hiding? That boy is not for you to know. Um, well, <clears throat> I'm going to stick you in a time loop if you don't tell me, so... Speak up. He swings the hockey stick at you. Roll visit. Oh, yeah. I don't think so. Twelve. <laughs> you dodge out of the way of the hockey stick. That uh, swings back up around. Means I get to make a counter move. And you get right? to make a counter move. What yeah. do you do to Mooch? Okay, well, um, so he missed, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm actually going to accelerate his hockey stick and make him hit himself. Wow, okay. Uh -huh. Do I have to roll? Yep. Yeah, okay. okay. Ooh, a nine. That was other, right? Yep. Okay, a nine. What's well, physical, right? Oh, no, you're using other in order to do that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. So you're able to, to swing that up. Um, he he does get to stay on his feet though. Put it that way. So it's okay. not a perfect uh, swing. Yeah, he's it, it swings and you speed it up and it's back around smacks himself in the leg. Uh, it seems like he winces and, and uh, steps back a little bit and drops his hockey stick on the ground. And this time he pulls an orb out of his pocket. This boy could have gone the easy way. Instead, I'm just going to end. All of this for all of us here. Mm. With that, roll other, both of you. Dang. That's not other. Nope, that's not another. Other. Oh, dang. <laughs> Two. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, excellent. Um, yeah, so he, what you find yourself is that the ground underneath you starts like the dirt seems to be growing there's more and more and more dirt and it covers you both up in these cocoons and then suddenly you're being pulled into the ground uh, and you end up in a mine shaft and you take one physical each but now you're in a mine shaft below centralia what do you do hmm. okay we're gonna try to go underground and get to the church that way oh yeah there's probably a secret tunnel yeah, man. I like it. Okay. So we know the general direction of the church was mm -hmm. that way to the southeast direction. So let's head that way. Okay. Um, I'm going to keep my eyes on my, my gluey stuff and uh, see if anything comes. Um, and you can tell it's pretty hot down here because somebody started a mine fire. Oh, yeah. And then there are fires down. About that. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Um. So maybe, maybe we just accelerate ourselves through the dirt, but like upwards. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna try to dig through the dirt with our heads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Shoot I'm ourselves. not gonna dig through the dirt <laughs> with my head. <laughs> but um, now you've got your butterfly, right? Yeah. That mass? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you could lessen the mass of everything in front of you. 
Yeah. It hasn't worked real well for you yet, but you know. I'm I'm try it. I'm gonna try it. How would it. you listen to mass of this dirt on top of us? You know, just kinda pop up through. Just jump up. Yeah. I see what you can do. Come on. Uh, okay, I got Julie. this. I got this. I got this. Yes. A nine. A nine. Okay. Roll the uh six the die six. Come on. Nope. That's yep, the six other, sided other, dice. Other, six sided other, die. Other. There you go. One. That was a terrible roll. You didn't even roll. It just bounced from the one. To okay, the one. roll it for real. Okay, not three. Okay, so the dirt is now three times less heavy than it was before. Okay, which is like what sandish. Mm-hmm. Well, there's no, still a lot of dirt above you, but mm-hmm. um, it seems like it, you might be able to, you know, with a really, really good roll, accelerate yourselves through it. Okay, we can try. I'm gonna try. All right, let's hold hands and try. Ooh, 12 and a 1. And a 1, but you're combined since you were holding hands. So do we get a 12? I'll, I'll give that to you. Nice. Take, uh, take a dub. Yeah, you take a dub, although with her 1, you're still going to take a point. Uh, that puts you at 6, and now you're ready 4. Mm. So you are essentially in need of attention very quickly. Uh, one more, and you're definitely you're knocked out. Okay. Unconscious, okay? So you arise out of the ground uh, with tremendous speed, blows uh, light dust, sort of uh, peat moss now level uh, type of dirt into the air and um, is behind Mooch now. So you're much closer to where the church is. You keep accelerating over there to the church um, and you find yourself in the front door of the church. What do you do? All right, I'm looking in that cornerstone and punching in that, that this number. All right, so you're looking around for the cornerstone. Um, pers- roll your perception mental. Oh, I found it. <laughs> An eight. I got, I got a ten. I got a ten. Uh, very nice. Okay, so you, you definitely see at the, yeah, right there, the big door that's in the front and down on the right-hand side as you're facing it is a large stone. Now, it doesn't look like there's anything other than the date uh, for the founding that's on there. Um, but Joey, with that, out of a roll you note in the the very very bottom corner it seems like there's some kind of uh, etching or something that's down there so you could probably uh, claw at that or do something with that to see if if you can get get it to open or get it to do something it doesn't seem like it's normal just stone that's there all right i'm gonna kind of like tap it with my foot okay roll other so you see what happens other oh wow okay 11 Nice. Okay. Yes, yeah, so you go to uh, you tap it with your foot, and your foot just slides through like it's not even there. Oh. Well, that's really annoying. Um. Okay, so I'm just gonna squat down and uh, reach in there, see what I can grab. Okay. Yeah. So as you squat down, you can tell that it's. I mean, you don't know what a hologram is exactly, but this would appear to be that. That's just. It looks like stone. It looks like you're putting your hand through the stone uh, as which so as you do you happen to have the ring on and as the ring uh, passes through that outside stone piece it disappears and you see this very strange um, blue growing glowing kind of uh, screen it's got uh, normal english symbols and some other kinds of symbols that are on there as well uh, and it looks like there's space for you to, to type in or to do something uh, in terms of the, the numbers that you're looking at. Nice. And just as you're about to do that, roll other. 
Both of you. Oh, a 12. Gotta quit. Wait, there's stuff. just so much stuff around here. Yeah, you still failed. <laughs> okay, I got a 12 then. So. You got a 12. Okay, so you are, um, you're able to type the numbers in if that's what you want to do. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately for Hannah, or for Julie, who's, uh, who was behind you there, uh, she, you feel this large weight sort of crash down on top of you <laughs> and everything goes dark. Uh, Joey, you were able to punch in those numbers of what you do? Mm-hmm. Okay. 17, 1, 2, 9, 2, 7. Enter. 1, 7, 9, 2, 7. Okay. And you, uh, you hit that and suddenly everything around you sort of jolts like a, like, like a short circuit. Uh, the whole earth, everything seems like it's short circuit around you. Um, it does that once or twice. Once more, you hear uh, yelling uh, behind you. It sounds like Mooch and his feet that are thumping up to you. And, uh, and then that short circuiting goes out and everything is dark. So, Hannah, you open your eyes, and you find that you are in a hospital bed. And there are tubes that are attached to you. And uh, as you look around, um, you, you notice that it's, um, it's much more modern than what you remember back in uh, your days in the 80s there. So, uh, in fact, as you open your eyes, it seems like the room is aware of you and the lights in the room go up and uh, a whole wall in front of you has, uh, has a screen that opens and it looks like it's got, you know, your, your heart rate and, and all those kinds of medical information on that, that, that whole sort of screen. And uh, the door slides open and in maneuvers, uh, what looks like you could only say is a fairly sophisticated uh, looking robot kind of thing. And uh, it's got on the bottom of that uh, robot, you can see it, well, you wouldn't perceive, but on the bottom of that robot, you see a little thing that says Artel on it. And uh, the voice that comes out of the robot is, Yeah, darling, see that you're finally woken up here. Looks like you're doing far better than you were. Well, it's time for uh, maybe a second set of treatment then. We'll be right back around as the doctor will be coming in shortly. If you need anything, just make sure to remember to give us a call. 
We are glad to serve you here and hope that your stay with us is a beautiful one. And the robot turns around and leaves. Joey, you also wake up, and oddly, you're not in a bed of any kind at all. You appear to be in some kind of a strange uh, cell. The, the things around are not even just a cell, but you're in what you call a diaper tank, I guess. Nice. You're in this uh, container, fluid that's all around you. You can tell that... Um, Things are attached to your face and to your arms and to your hands, and you're you're much larger than you were. Well, you were like six foot or so before, weren't you? Yeah. Okay. I was so I guess seventeen. You're about, yeah, you're seventeen. So you're probably about the same size uh, that you were there. Um, and as you open your eyes uh, and and can still breathe through this contraption, you're able to see a little bit out uh, into that kind of foggy outer room there. The light clicks on again and it, it warms up and heats up and you you look out beyond there and you you see a person looks like maybe a scientist that walks up and they've got a name tag that says Keo on the name tag mm. uh, they don't talk to you they just look down at a pad that's on the bottom there and they seem to punch a few things in there and kind of have a questioning look as they see you inside of this this tube few more things in there and everything around you goes dark as the instrument seals itself closed but you you are still wide awake Dice Tower Theaters, Dawn of Dragons, a unique narrated audio drama based around a basement tabletop role-playing game. Six children grow up in the dawning epicenter of a new war. Two brothers, Benedict the Pious and Careful, and Zane the Carefree, are joined by their younger cousin Cordelia, the blacksmith and seamstress's daughter, their friends Zoran, the son of the local justice, and Sophie. <laughs> the abandoned sister of a young and beautiful sword for hire, accompanied them on this journey. Sword sorcery and adventure await to engage the listener along the way in our 20 minutes or less episodes. We hope you enjoy Dice Tower Theater's Dawn of Dragons, a proud member of the family-friendly Patagon Go Network. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I was just thinking.
Thank you for listening to the Happy Go Lucky Podcast, which releases a new story episode each Monday. The Happy Go Lucky Podcast is a proud member of the new and upcoming Podicon Go Podcasting Network, a podcast network dedicated to creating and publishing family-friendly content. Learn more online at happygolucky.com. Lucky is spelled L-U-K-K-Y. Thanks for listening. We'll see you right back here for our next story episode this coming Monday.